0: Crime Curious is a true crime podcast that takes an in-depth look into real cases. The content may be triggering or inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a very special episode of Crime Curious. I'm Charnel. And I'm Amber. And on this Valentine's Day, we have a different kind of love story for you. One that I feel like was a match made in hell. I've decided if Cupid has wings and a halo, then whoever matched these two clearly had claws and horns. Mm Mm-hmm. There is literally every disgusting thing a human could do in this story, so if cannibalism, necrophilia, murder, and soup kitchens aren't your thing, you might want to skip this one, guys. But come back for the next episode. This week we're launching what we hope ends up being a really fun thing for our listeners. We're going to start doing themes. Yes. And in honor of Valentine's Day... This week's theme is Cringe-Worthy Couples. Today we bring you the very fucked up love story of Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Toole. Now, I know a lot of our hardcore crime fanatics have, at the very least, heard of, of these two, probably seen some TV documentaries. There is so much on each man, so much information out there, that each person could be their own mini-series, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to know that I did my best to pull out the most pertinent information that was verified by more than one trusted source, not just quick Google articles, because if you start doing your own research on them, you're going to see that you have to wade through some sketchy BS before figuring out what was fact and what was fiction. Because as we're going to see, these two love to confess to crimes that they, in
1: fact, did not commit. I don't know much about this case, so I I appreciate the heads up that this is a a real Valentine's Day doozy. Um, Yes. I'm prepared as as well as I can be. Is that why you brought a bottle of wine? It
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Good call. Um, Any of our listeners, if it's not five o'clock in the morning, because I know many of you have told us that's when you listen, you may want to grab yourself a little drink before this one. Yeah, go get
1: you some wine. (laughs)
0: Yes, yes. I also want to point out that there's several books published about them that's often put into other podcasts or documentaries, and they're usually reported on as fact but they have very little credibility. So I'm going to, again, only use sources that, and information that came from a trusted place and was verified more than once. You'll understand what I mean in a, in a minute. And I can't jump into this couple without giving you background on their childhoods before they met, because it really showcases why they started to get all the feels for each other Right from the beginning. Doesn't
1: childhood always explain why they do what they do? Absolutely. I've said it before.
0: Nature versus nurture. Yep. We could debate it for hours. For these two, though, it most certainly plays a pivotal role, not only in how they fall in love, but also all the heinous acts that they commit. You're not, you're not going to like it. You're going to feel sorry for them when you hear about their childhoods. Just okay. hold on to that nugget. Put a pin in that because okay. they don't deserve sympathy. <laughs> okay.
1: Yep. So I
0: always feel bad for the children. I always. Know. I know. But, but unfortunately. I know it changes. Yes. Let's start with Henry Lee Lucas as he's the oldest one. According to Crime Magazine, Henry was born August twenty third, 1936, in the mountains of Virginia, near Blacksburg, actually. So if you're from there, hey, there's a conversation starter for you. He was one of eight children. They lived in a two-bedroom cabin with dirt floors. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of children for a Uh two-bedroom. His parents were both alcoholics, and they made moonshine whiskey. His mother, Viola, was very dominating and abusive. She would force him to work the still a lot. His father's name was Anderson, or as he would end up being called, No Legs, because he was in a drunken accident that involved his legs and a freight train, and I'm guessing the train won.
1: I think that's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> what a nickname to have, though. Well, and you know what I was thinking? We couldn't come up with a better nickname in the 40s. Right. Oh, oh. This is my dad, No Legs. No
0: Legs? That's original. <laughs> Why is that? Because he can't see? My come on. <laughs> I just feel like there had to have been something better. So after losing his legs, his father would sell pencils on the street corner while his mother did sex work to make ends meet.
1: That's a really interesting combination of uh, of work. Yes.
0: Pencils, they- yes. And I was going to make an off-color joke about him both working the corner, but I decided... You know Better what,
1: I'm, not. Glad, I'm glad you brought it up because... Were you
0: thinking it? I mean, it I know. Wasn't, but I know. Actually, was it's it a the, good point. Was it the same corner? I have no idea. Is he like, do you need a pencil? Or perhaps you're interested
1: in my wife. Pencil or sex. Yeah. You pick. Which,
0: which one? So, she did sex work to make ends meet. Which, unfortunately, this is something that she frequently made Henry Lee Lucas watch her do. Oh, stop. I know. Take a sip of your wine. You're gonna need it. I'm gonna treat myself. (laughs) I'm kind of pissed that I have to talk. Otherwise, I would, too. Many of Henry Lee Lucas's siblings were put in, like, state homes. They were put with other relatives and uh, institutions. But for some lucky reason, he got to stay with his mother.
1: Oh, how nice. Yeah.
0: I think a brother did, too, because you'll hear more about him. She would beat him regularly, and she would beat his disabled father as well. Oh, wow. One night, while he was forced to watch his mother engage in sex work, his father had become so disgusted with whatever was happening that he drug himself outside of of the home on a very cold night and spent the night out there. Then, a deadly case of pneumonia befell him, and he passed away.
1: I'm just Nice trying.
0: going, Viola. Yeah, Viola really sucks. She I'm sucks not real lie. bad,
1: I know. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around, like, deep in the mountains, the sex work's going on, and I'm not, you know, trying to be insulting to anyone, but, like, you know, in the family home, mm-hmm. and where's she getting people in the mountains? I just have so many questions. The mountains are a lonely place, Amber. And apparently they are. People will come far and wide. people. <laughs>
0: That was a different nice ways. choice
1: of words there, my co host.
0: <laughs> so, I guess we can just decide that Viola, although trying to make ends meet, is pretty much a shit bag. Yes. I mean, come on. Heaping bag of so shit. So, she is, but she gets worse. Oh, God, really? She <sighs> does, she does. So, she. Let me a- take another second. <laughs> <laughs> she also sent him to school wearing girl's clothing and ringlets in his hair. She got issues. What? Yeah. Reason? I don't know. She did have daughters. They didn't live with her. At this. I, I don't know. Other than just being overall, in general, a complete fuckbag, I have no idea why she would do this. Obvious psychological issues. Right. I think we can all agree. Viola also sent him to school without shoes all the time. One day, Lucas Henry Lee. I hate that he has a first, the same, you know, Henry yeah. Lee Lucas. Three names. Three names. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm going to call him Henry and sometimes sometimes it's going to be Lucas. Sorry. I'm going to try to keep that more straight. So one day he comes home and he's wearing a pair of shoes. His mother violently beat him because he accepted that gift of shoes. So I think it's safe to say that she's not winning Mother of the Year
1: 1943. No. No awards for you. No.
0: When he was a teenager, Henry Lee would engage in sexual acts with his brother, but also animals that he would slit the throats of first.
1: Wow, this t- this took a turn quickly. It quit,
0: it real fast. Strap in because...
1: I mean, not that there wasn't some we turned upside down before, but...
0: Oh, no, no. I'm going to really throw some at you. Oh. So do with that little nugget of information that you now can't unlearn with whatever you will. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another fun fact about his childhood. At 17, he lost his eye after his brother accidentally struck him in the eye with a knife. I don't know. I know you're going to have a lot of questions for me. Charnel, how did his brother accidentally strike him in the eye with a knife? You wrote my mind. Yes. Well, because I went down a rabbit hole trying to find, was this really an accident? Was it not? Mm -hmm. From all accounts, it was an accident. It didn't, it didn't happen maliciously.
1: Yeah. It was just like, oh my bad.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I really want to know how that played out. But usually I try to be careful around people's eyeballs when I'm holding a knife, but this was the forties, whatever. So his mother actually never had it treated. He suffered at home with it for many days before finally somebody other than his mother, I couldn't find who I couldn't find actual confirmed information of who, but it was not his mother. Took him to a doctor, who could not save the eye, but they did give him a glass eye. Oh, my gosh. I wish people
1: could see me right now, you like, know, horrified, our, frozen. Our listeners are right. We do need to video record <laughs> your reaction. So this poor kid has a, a,
0: a stabbed eye. It does. A stab wound and to the mom's eye like, for days. It just goes untreated, like, this is fine. It's probably fine. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I'm a sports mom. Sometimes I'm like, listen, suck it up, buttercup. You'll be fine. But never for a stab wound. A stab wound? wound? Yeah, no. we're going
1: to want to go to the ER for I draw that. draw the line there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So during his teenage years, he was also a criminal, which is not shocking to anybody. He lived in extreme poverty. He was not educated. He had to scrape for food. He went to jail in 1954 when he was 18 for some bur- burglaries. I actually tried to find information on that because I wondered if he was stealing food. Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of trusted information. He was sentenced to six years. Months later, he escaped with a group of people and fled to his sister's home in Tecumseh, Michigan! Get out! We know where that is, don't we? He was recaptured three months later, taken back to Virginia, and attempted escape again. But this time he was caught on the same day, so obviously he wasn't as good at it the second time.
1: Yeah, not as
0: successful the second time. But even with all that, he was released in September of 59, one year early from his sentence. And that's when he returned to Tecumseh, Michigan, to live with his sister Opal, and his mother was pissed. She wanted
1: him with
0: her. So, when he refused to come back, good old Viola followed
1: his ass to Michigan. Gosh, I can't imagine why he wouldn't want to go back with Viola. He had Viola. such
0: a stellar childhood. And yeah. how old is he at this point? He is in his 20s at okay. this point. It's, he's about to be 23. You're also going to see why that he wasn't so thrilled. On January 11th, 1960, so literally four months after being released, Henry Lee Lucas and Viola get drunk and had an argument. He was quoted in crime magazine saying, quote, I was pretty well drunk when she started arguing with me, wanting me to go back to live with her in Virginia. But I told her I didn't want nothing to do with her. End quote. They apparently fought all night in the upstairs bedroom of the home and Viola had hit Henry with a broom. Now, she's 74 at this point. Henry had had enough of her bullshit and stabbed her in the neck with his pocket knife. Oh, okay. And now it's going to get gruesome, so trigger alert. He then decided to have sex with her corpse because there's no other options, I guess.
1: Okay. And okay. You know,
0: let me pick your chin up off the floor, my dear. I think I just threw up a little bit. Uh, in probably. Your mouth. You might want to swallow that back down before it gets on your microphone.
1: Okay, okay. We're processing right now. So that's where he's at
0: mentally. He then flees. He takes her car and flees. And ends up being pulled over in Toledo, Ohio. The police officer there was doing a routine check and felt like he just looked suspicious. He's wearing this big-ass coat. He even said to him, you just look suspicious. So... Like, you just
1: look like you slept with a dead body. <laughs> type of suspicious. If that gives one a certain look, I guess the officer recognized it. I mean, I Amber? don't want to be judgy, but the pictures that you did show me...
0: Pretty... They make a statement? Yes.
1: They pretty pretty do. Pretty concerning.
0: We'll let our listeners... Physically. If you guys follow us on Facebook and Instagram, or the Twiddler, you <laughs> the will... Good twiddler. The good old Twiddler. good old Twiddler. You're going to see that they, um, they represent...
1: Deep woods.
0: Something special.
1: Deep in the mountains, yeah, I would
0: say. Yeah, just in poverty. Yeah. It's just a rough, it's a rough look to have. Obviously, this police officer has got a little bit of a sixth sense for these things. Mm-hmm. And he's as he's doing his routine check, he discovers that he's actually wanted in Michigan for murder. Now, in his statement, he said, quote... I had a knife in my hand, but I do not know if the blade was opened or closed. I do not know if I got the pi- pocket knife from my pocket or just had it in my hand. When I hit her with the knife, she fell to the floor, and I looked at the knife in my hand and the blade was open, end quote. So basically, he's just like, I hit her with a knife, but I'm really not sure if the blade was open or closed. So then he later recanted, saying that he had simply stolen the car after striking his mom, and she was only injured. So then he wanted to return because he was worried about her, and that's when the trooper pulled him over. Either way, he confessed to stabbing her. Did he tell about the other part? He did it first.
1: Oh, he did? Then he
0: recanted. Okay. Yeah. At first he admitted it, then he recanted, and also the pocket knife was found on him. So, I mean, they had that in evidence
1: as well. Oh, I'm talking about the other, other part. Did he mm. say, like, I... He did. When he
0: was initially taken in, he told yeah, I killed my mom and I had sex with her corpse. Oh, okay. So, yep, he did yep. just put
1: it all out there yep. on
0: the table. He did. And then later he was like, mm, no, I didn't. I just struck her. And then I... I don't mean to lie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: with sorry, the knife. I was mistaken. I, yeah. I, I didn't sleep
0: with I, my mom I when didn't. she was dead. Right. Oh, I, I did not do that. I... Instead, just struck her. I totally stabbed her.
1: I don't, know, sure. I don't
0: know if the blade was open or not, but I did hit her in the neck with something. And then, you know, I was worried about her, so I came back. So he was tried in Adrian, Michigan, and... The jury did take pity on his abusive childhood and tumultuous relationship with his mother. He testified to all the trauma and abuse, and he was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Stop it right now. I, I can't. I, I can't. must go on, Amber. <laughs> okay, please, continue. <laughs> he was sentenced to 10 years in prison for second-degree murder instead of first.
1: What? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, yes, I get it with the trauma, but wow, with the Yeah,
0: that's what they decided between the first and second degree.
1: Okay. This is really close to home. I didn't realize that when you had started. I
0: didn't realize it when I started. That's Uh when I I was texting you and I was like, holy shit.
1: Yeah. I didn't know all this took place. I know. Very Um, close.
0: He ended up serving in the Jackson State Prison. And as I was researching this, I realized that he would have been there at the same time that my... Grandfather was the warden there.
1: Wow. And if he
0: was still alive today, I would love to ask him some questions. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: So Crime Magazine said that a social worker for the prison documented Henry Lee Lucas as, quote, a very inadequate individual with feelings of insecurity and inferiority. End quote. That is important for later. Okay. Note. Mental note. Yeah. He attempted suicide twice while he was in prison and was then sent to a mental facility for the remainder of his sentence and was paroled in 1970. So he's, he served 10 years. He later claimed that he told the guards that he'd leave them a present on the doorstep and then proceeded immediately after upon release to murder two women. And one was left within view of the prison. <sighs> So he just got right out and was like, "This is what he claims," but this claim has never been substantiated. There's no way that he left a body within view sight and er, within sight. I mean, and it wasn't recovered. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. So, according to Murderpedia, initially. After release, he was back in prison because he molested two teenage girls, but the sentence was pled down to attempted kidnapping. I've got a lot of question marks oh, in my so notes many, about yeah, this. Yeah, so many questions. So he goes back to the Jackson State Prison until 1975. So now he's 39 years old, he's released, and becomes a transient. There's a lot of details and names that I could give you guys about where he went between 75 and like 78, which is approximately when he meets his lover. Otis Tool.
1: Can I just jump in
0: and say that
1: Otis Tool is like the worst name <laughs> ever. <laughs> Seriously,
0: terrible. It really is a horrible name. This guy did not have he didn't a chance have a chance from the help. beginning. No. First of all, his last name's Tool. Yeah, and Otis <laughs> is the first name. I know it's, it's just, just
1: bad. bad. It is. All right, carry on. That's okay.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to let everybody know that I had to narrow down the info. So. That's Henry Lee Lucas in a crazy-ass, fucked-up nutshell.
1: That is a really messed-up nutshell. It is.
0: (laughs) It's a a bad nut right there. We don't like that. (laughs) Now, let's dig into the man that the Devil's Cupid picked for Lucas, Otis Toole. All right, let's hear about Otis. According to Investigation Discovery, Otis Toole was born March 5th, 1947, he is ten years younger than Henry Lee Lucas. Okay, he was born in Jacksonville, Florida. His father, Tim Tool, which
1: <laughs> stop. <laughs> I know. I can't. I know. I can't. I'm okay. Sorry, Tim Tool. So Tim, Tim the Tool Man. Tim. I <laughs> know. Tim Toole sexually
0: abused him and passed away when he was a teenager. Oh my
1: God. Okay, that took a really abrupt sorry. turn. So I apologize.
0: I, that's that's okay because <sighs> okay. you're hearing all this information for the first time now. Remember. Henry Lee Lucas lost his dad when he was a teenager mm-hmm. as well. Yes. His mother, Sarah Harley, was a fiercely religious and abusive woman. So again, there's some parallel here, is right? Mhm. Parallels here. I mean, <laughs> Words are hard.
1: <laughs> Words are hard, but it's
0: okay. Just like Henry Lee Lucas's mother, Otis' mother, Sarah, and his older sister, Drusilla. I just, Come again? I'm going to leave that name right there. So, I, knew, just I knew you were going to be like,
1: what? Just yep. a variety tonight. Drusilla dressed Otis up as a girl. So they have some similar... They have a
0: lot in common. This is why they make sexy eyes.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: Because look at all this yes. connection. And they called Otis either Becky or Susan. There were many conflicting reports on this. And the only reason that I bring it into the story is because I do think that the name Becky is important later. Okay. According to Murderpedia, his maternal grandmother was a Satanist that introduced him to Satanic rituals and things like grave robbing and self-mutilation and named him the Devil's
1: Child. Isn't that a cute nickname? So adorable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look well, at my little devil's child. So he has a super religious abusive mom and then a Satanist a grandmother. Satanist grandmother.
0: It's odd. It's important to note that Oddest Tool had an IQ of 75. Oh, okay. So we're pretty low. Yes. The average IQ is about 100. Typical IQs are between 85 and 115. So he was deemed partially mentally handicapped. Mm -hmm. He had many learning disabilities, suffered from epilepsy, which often resulted in grand mal seizures. He was also sexually abused by relatives at a young age, including his next-door neighbor... And his sister, Drusilla. He knew that he was gay by the time he was 10 and engaged in a relationship until he was 12 with a neighbor boy. At this point, he dropped out of school, which was about the ninth grade, was hanging around gay bars and engaging in sex work and dressing in drag. So I do feel bad for
1: young Otis. Young young Otis. Yeah. It's but a terrible childhood. It gets I, worse. Yep. Yeah, I will stay tuned because I know it does. <laughs> He claimed to have
0: committed his first murder at the age of 14 when a traveling salesman had picked him up for sex work and took him into the woods. Otis claimed that he ended up running the man over with his own car. This is something that he later recants. Okay. We don't really know. Tool was also sexually aroused by fire, something else that he learned at a young age. He ends up burning down two of his mother's houses. One was what he called the country home, which was in such a dilapidated state that it was being torn down anyway. And then the house that his mother had lived in before she died in 1981, not 2981, <laughs> like my notes say. She died in the future. What? <laughs> she did. I told you this story is wild. Yes. <laughs> okay. Died in 1981, 1981. Okay. of heart failure. Yeah. Woo. Proofread, read, Charnel. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> So, Otis was arrested first at the age of 17 for loitering, which seems very mild compared to what he ends up doing. There are not a lot of facts that I can confidently report on between the years of 1966 and the early to mid-70s, because Toole was a transient, and he would drift around the country making a living through sex work and panhandling, but he'd always return to Jacksonville, Florida, and he was also a pathological liar. So oh, okay, it's very hard to really know. This it reminds is, me
1: of D- Dorothea. I know with her history was a little sketchy. But
0: I think Dorothea tried to hide how many people she killed. She did. This guy, once he becomes imprisoned, tries to tell everybody that he killed thousands of people during this time. Gotcha. So
1: he wanted the he, the credit he, for yes. another the thing that
0: him and Lucas share. According to Murderpedia, when living in Nebraska, so he's left Florida, okay, and it's between sixty six and the mid seventies. He's living in Nebraska. He was one of the prime suspects in the 1974 murder of 24-year-old Patricia Webb. Shortly after he left Nebraska, he briefly settled into Boulder, Colorado. One month later, he became a prime suspect in the murder of 31-year-old Ellen Holman, who was murdered on October 14, 1974. With many accusations against him, Toole left Boulder and headed back to Jacksonville to live with his mommy. And then there was even two more uh, murder investigations that he Becomes a suspect in. Okay. In 1976, he married a woman named Novella, who was 25 years older than he was. But the marriage didn't last. There are, again, conflicting reports. Some say it was three days. Others said, others said just soon after. Some say a year. But the end of the day is she gets tired of his homosexual tendencies and leaves. But she doesn't go far. She just moves next door.
1: Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sick of, of you... Yeah. Like, did she know that he was gay when she married him? Was it like? Well, a- it's funny that you asked that because
0: some reports said that he enjoyed watching her with other men that he would also enjoy. Okay, okay. And there's reports that say that he enjoyed watching other men, not only with his wife, but with his niece Frida. Oh, that we meet in a minute. Okay.
1: It, another twist. Another twist. Discussed. Yes.
0: Anyway. Yep. So it's she did know. His whole family knew that he was gay, but eventually she just gets tired of it. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was just a, I think I can change him sort of thing or what. It was a wild time.
1: Gotcha. So she's like, I'm going to hop over
0: to the next yeah. house. Yeah, she's not going far. She right. just went next door. Okay. Now we're going to move into phase three of this shit show.
1: The love affair. This is when love. <laughs> a blossoms, Unites and. Yep. There really is someone out there for everybody, isn't there? There
0: really is. So the two men met in a soup kitchen somewhere between 1976 and 1978. You guys, there's a lot of conflicting sources on this. I could not pin one down. So we just know at that point in time. They fell in love over some clam chowder and pleasant (laughs) conversation. (laughs) Loving a just, good clam chowder. I know, me too. I actually don't know what the soup of the day was there, but. I would like to think it was a clam chowder. Me too. I, I just know that. New England. <laughs> a New England style. <laughs> with some oyster crackers. Candles. It was good. Yes. It was good. Several sources did say that the two became lovers that same day. Okay. It was yeah, a, a good right connection. Yes. All right. Then Henry Lee Lucas quickly moves into Otis Tools' home with none other than his mother, Sarah. Her husband Robert at the time, her older sister Drusilla, and Drusilla's is the one that had
1: sexually abused him as yes, a child, correct? Yes. Okay. And I've got
0: some theories here. So we in a have minute. a
1: whole shit show going on.
0: Mm-hmm. Then there's Drusilla's preteen daughter Frida Becky Powell,
1: and that's the one he would watch. Yes, and notice I said
0: her name was Frida Becky Powell. We'll get back to it. Okay. And her son, she also had a son, Frank Powell. Okay. And, initially, his wife, Novella, was still there.
1: How how much room is in this house? I
0: don't know the square footage, my dear, but I do know that that's a lot of human bodies. That's a a lot of family Mm -hmm. in one home. Soon after Henry Lucas moved in, that's when Novella left him just to go stay at the neighbor's. Okay? Okay. According to some sources, multiple sources. So, I felt confident enough to leave that in. I want to circle back to something. I found it curious that Drusella would name her daughter Becky, the very same name that she reportedly used to call Otis oh, when yeah. she dressed him up as a girl when he was younger. Yeah. Now, remember, some reports said he that he was called Susan, but many said Becky. Becky.
1: So, what is with it with Becky? Well,
0: Becky was also diagnosed as mentally handicapped, just like Otis and Drusilla and Tool were known to have had an ancestral relationship. Mm-hmm. So I want to pose the question, could Becky Powell and her brother Frank Powell really be the ancestral children of Drusilla and Otis? Becky was 10 when the couple met, when Otis and Henry Lee Lucas met in 1976. Uh-huh. Okay. Or well, uh-huh. 8. So she was between 10 and 12 years old. And Frank was actually older, so he's in his teens, and remember that I said that Otis Tool started drifting around in like 1966 is when he left his home in Jacksonville, Florida, started drifting. Yes. Yep. I fell down several different rabbit holes during my research, and none, not one, connected these dots. But I also couldn't find anything that said confidently who these children's father
1: was. I don't know where the last name Powell came from. Well, this family seems to have a lot of incest Mm -hmm. and sexual abuse, so I wouldn't be... And the lower
0: IQ, I feel like, really speaks to ancestral possibilities. I did read a a couple of things that actually hypothesized. Otis Toole himself was eventually down a long line. In of lineage of ancestral things, okay.
1: mm-hmm. gotcha. Which
0: would make some good sense, so but
1: many layers to
0: this. I know. Story. I just wanted to throw just a little crumb in there, yeah, to see what maybe. Give me your thoughts, guys. So what much. do you guys
1: think? Pardon me while my head explodes over here. I, <laughs> I know <laughs> all this information.
0: So here we are. We're back in 1978. Tool and Lucas are in love. Henry Lee Lucas is also spending a lot of time with Tool's quote niece. Frida Becky Powell. Remember that the social worker at the Jackson State Prison said Lucas had a lot of insecurities Uh and inferiority complex? Mm -hmm. Well, Becky, with her lower IQ, worshipped Lucas and fed into his psychological needs. Oh, Becky. Yeah. So here they're living as one big happy family. Otis got Henry a job with him at a local paint factory, which working really just wasn't for him henry lucas was not good at holding down jobs so he quit and then went back north for a little while where he supposedly got into a really bad fight with a relative in the you know in the mountains mm-hmm. in the appalachians and he was in the hospital for a while but after that he ends back up and or back down to jacksonville excuse me and back at the paint factory otis's mother, Sarah, Bought the whole family another home, one with more room. Well, that was really nice of her because this family is It
1: was crazy
0: Ad- large. Yes. Now Otis later said that he burned down the one where they were living in because remember fire excites him. Oh. Okay. And then the house that they all lived in together. So the first, the house that they just moved out of was the country home that he first burned down. Okay, that was condemnable anyway.
1: Were they moving out and he burned it? Yeah, yeah. Nobody
0: was inside or anything okay. like that. Yep. He was just like, they're going to burn it down anyway, and I get it. And I like fire. And I, right, I get off on fire. So here's my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're in this new house, and Henry Lucas quits the paint factory and starts a scrap metal business. All the while, Becky and Lu- Lucas are still spending a lot of time together. Later, Henry Lee Lucas would say that this whole time that they're together, they would rob places, kill people, and just do all kinds of really horrible things that we're going to hear about in a minute. According to Murderpedia, in 1981, Sarah, Otis Toole's mother, dies of, of heart failure. And then later, in December of that same year, Drusilla completes suicide on a drug overdose. Oh,
1: wow. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: So now Tool and Lucas take Becky and Frank on a cross-country road trip. And Otis Tool also burns down the house that Sarah had bought all of them after he and Lucas ransacked it. He just loves him some fire. He does. It really gets his jollies. Yeah. Really we, all, we all have our things. <laughs> As they're taking this road trip across country, later, when Lucas is in custody, he just basically says that they went cross country wilding, stealing, raping, and murdering people. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Let me just ask, is this any of this confirmed or is this just him? Like
0: we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now Becky and Frank
1: were getting homesick. There is for the house that burnt down or well
0: for Jacksonville <laughs> okay. in general. Gotcha. An interesting thing that I read about Otis was that and it might be part of his IQ, that no matter where he went with Henry Lee Lucas, he always wanted to return back to Jacksonville. That's where he was most mm-hmm. comfortable. Okay. So he
1: they're wanting like their
0: home. Yeah. And it it appears town. as though Becky and Frank are the same way. So, they're getting homesick. So, they actually didn't make it all the way to California like they were going to go to when they're doing their cross country trip. Mm -hmm. They made it as far as Colorado and then turned back around to go back to Jacksonville. Well, there they ended up in a state youth home because they're still teenagers. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they're young at this time. According to the book Crimes of the Century by Shermack and Bailey, I will link everything in the show notes. Becky ran away with Henry Lee Lucas, even though she was only a young teen at this point. Because Lucas
1: was in love so they, with her. Yeah, they had a thing. Uh-huh. It's not complicated or disturbing. Not at, at all. all.
0: No, very normal. Now, Otis was not happy about his lover now you know, being in cahoots with his teen just
1: ask about that. Like, how does Otis feel in He's all of this? He's not loving
0: this choice. But there's some theory on like why... Why is that? Is, was it jealousy or was it just genuine affection for Becky and concern? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because supposedly this whole time while they're together, Otis knows that he's capable of murdering people and doing horrible things. So is he worried about her safety or is he just jealous so and jealous. doesn't want them together? It's a good question to ponder. Right. And now we start to get into where it really becomes a shit show. As it Here they as are. As if it
1: wasn't a, already. right
0: Right, right, cuz all the other stuff was very normal. Now strap <laughs> yeah. in, I'm going to tell you the real stuff.
1: Na- is right. now
0: I'm going to tell you some <laughs> concerning information. Yes. At this point, Otis and Lucas are not together. Oh, they separated. Is, they they have because he ran away with Becky. There are plenty of reports that say the three of them ran away together. The sources that I found that I felt were trustworthy, and, and actually once we get into the timeline of things, m- makes sense, but you have to do a real deep dive into the years that these things are happening. 1981 is when Sarah dies, and then and also Drusilla. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we have these minors that are left basically in the state's care. I mean, they ran off with Lucas and Otis, but yeah. then, or brought back, okay, so once he, they run away, Lucas runs away with Becky, Otis is still in Jacksonville, and he stays in Jacksonville. But this is 1982, okay? And that's okay. when arrests start to happen. So that's why I don't believe that the three of them ran off after Sarah's death. I believe it was just the two the of two them. of them. Because they aren't together when they get arrested,
1: Okay, got and, it.
0: And some and stuff happens. So that is where I use some deductive reasoning to figure out that some of those reports couldn't have been true mm-hmm. about the three of them be- being together. Henry Lee Lucas and Becky go drifting around for a while before they settle on a ranch in Texas owned by eighty-two-year-old Kate Rich. The, rel- the ranch had a religious commune on it called the House of Prayer. Lucas made what seemed like for the first time in his life more of a normal life for himself. He was given a roofing job by the ranch. He built their little shack and he was happy. However, Becky wanted to go home to Jacksonville. Now, at first, Lucas seems to comply with this and tells everybody he's driving her home to Jacksonville because she is homesick. But Lucas doesn't really want to leave because this is the first time that he's really enjoyed his life and felt like he was doing. Remember, he's got a lot of insecurities and inferiorities. Yeah, so So he's feeling needed here. He's liking it here. Mm -hmm. On their way back from Texas to Florida, the two got into an argument about her wanting to leave, and they stopped for the night in a field. They continue to fight, and Becky slaps Lucas, to which he responds by stabbing her. Oh,
1: and She does not
0: survive. He kills her, and then he engages in necrophilia, and cuts her body up into small parts, puts them in a pillowcase, and later he returns and buries her. I was not
1: fully prepared for that. Yeah, you know, I like—I just going. like to drop bombs yeah. on you. Shock factor. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. So, so Becky uh, is no
0: more. That's, unfortunately, oh. I'm so sorry, Becky. And she's it just hurts my heart so much. She has a low IQ. Yeah. She looks up to this man, all because she was homesick. He murders her and does unspeakable things to her. Poor Becky. So he returns to the commune and tells people that Becky left him. He told this big story about how they stopped at a truck stop and she drum- jumped into a trucker's truck. According to the Crime of the Centuries book that I referenced earlier, the owner of the ranch, Kate Rich, she's the 82-year-old, uh-huh. Yeah, she didn't believe him, but life carried on for a moment and the rich family actually said that they had fired uh, henry lucas from the roofing job because he was writing checks out of the business account so i do think that kate already had this like "Mm, you're probably not on the up and up yeah you know she had her her concerns with him but lucas one day was driving her to church and then he just all of a sudden got the urge to kill her so that he could have sex with her corpse so that is exactly what he does What? Yep. He stabbed her, engaged in necrophilia with her corpse, cut her up, and burnt the parts on a stove that was on the House of Prayer's property on her own freaking ranch. Oh my god. Yes. Interestingly enough, Lucas was arrested on June eleventh, nineteen 1983 for a weapons charge. Now, remember, he was a felon for killing his mother, and he could not have a firearm.
1: This is, like, his third, or possibly even more, who knows, because he's such a liar, but third time... Yes. ...with engaging in intercourse with a corpse. Oh, that is his MO. He
0: made no qualms and... He's like, I love me some... Dead some bodies. dead bodies. Okay. Yep, yep. He is 100% a necrophiliac. So he's owning his... yes ...his shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Now... While being detained for that charge, so here he is detained on this weapons charge. They don't have him for the murders. Okay. Okay. Just He was arrested for the weapon.
1: Just the weapon. All right. He
0: confessed to killing Becky and Kate Ridge. And he helped locate their bodies.
1: Oh, so while he's in there, he's like, by the way. way,
0: Hey, P.S. I'm begging Mm -hmm. corpses and and this is where they're at. And this is where they're at holy shit now bone fragments and eyeglasses that were confirmed by family to belong to Kate Rich the the glasses obviously the bone fragments were through um, were not confirmed by family but mm-hmm. the glasses were confirmed by family to belong to Kate Rich they were found in a wood stove on the commune property so this does coincide with what he said that he had had killed
1: her and had burned her in a on a stove on the oh. commune okay does it ever say, like, why he decided to just come out with all of this? Or did he like the attention? Yeah, like, Okay. So yes. he's wanting the acknowledgement mm-hmm. of, of doing these things. Yep.
0: Later, he, the remains of a white female that would coincide with the height and age of Becky Powell were found exactly where Lucas said they, that they would be. So they also can confirm that he was telling the truth about that. At this time, he also confessed to killing hundreds of more women. He was charged with the two murders, but later he rec- recanted everything and claimed that the police withheld the two things that he needed most from him for hours while he was held naked in his cell. He said the two things that they withheld from him, and it actually ended up being days, not hours, were coffee and cigarettes. So he claims that they stripped him naked, put him in this cold cell, wouldn't give him coffee or cigarettes until he told them everything. So he just confessed and in, in he actually wrote a statement that said quote to whom it may concern i henry lee lucas to try to clear this matter up i killed kate rich on september last year i have tried to get help so long and no one will help I have killed for the past 10 years, and no one will believe it, end quote. Okay, so that's what he's saying. He wrote that because he was naked and afraid, not like the TV show, but like in an actual shell or Big difference. difference. And needed his coffee and cigarettes. Because he had confessed to killing
1: so many women. Can I just comment that? Of course you can. That's a big confession just to get some coffee and some cigarettes. Well, I would
0: think like, okay, confessing to the two murders, but... Why would you have to confess to so many more other than the fact that he is claiming that the police pressured him to do that? Okay. And we're going to see more on this in a minute. So a Lucas task force was created in an attempt to substantiate his claims and close hundreds of cases. Because now here they are, they've got a guy saying, I'm a serial killer. Mm -hmm. I have went across the country maiming and murdering women. Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, let's get some cases closed. We can do this.
1: Where's Otis? We'll get to okay. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm Otis, jumping ahead with so you many are. The, you
0: are. You're asking all the right <sighs> questions. This is, I this like is it. Killing me. Here. But his lover comes back. Okay. To play because he's doing his own crazy at the same oh, time okay. that this is happening. He's has getting happened. his own crazy on he
1: outside. With yep.
0: So there's a lot of debate here, you guys, and so many conflicting stories. So what I'm going to tell you is this: there is huge speculation that this task force did what they could to provide closure to as many cases as they could, even if the evidence did not fully match Lucas's confession. Lucas was provided with the case files to look over to, quote, refresh his memory, which gave him crime scene photos, evidence, and all pertinent info on the case for him to learn about. So there was some 214 cases that were closed as Lucas as the killer, something that later he'd say he did not do. That's mind-blowing. Yes. He was sentenced to 75 years for the murders of Becky Powell and Kate Rich, testifying that he loved Becky Powell and that he did not want her dead. He even said, quote, I had sex, intercourse with her. It's one of those things that I guess got to be a part of my life, having sexual intercourse with the dead, end quote.
1: Oh. That's you know.
0: a, It's icky. That's Wash yourself off. Yucky quote. I want to...
1: I I might need a shower after this podcast.
0: I need to scrape my tongue after saying that. (laughs) Anybody have sandpaper? So you might be wondering where Otis Tool is in all of this. I literally wrote that in my notes, and I like how you were a minute ago. were like, like, where is Otis? So, yes, everyone is wondering where the fuck is Otis. Yeah, he's been MIA for a while. He has. It's only because Lucas had so much wilding going on. Sure. This is where he is at when he, he when he was left in Jacksonville okay and Lucas and Becky were pillaging through the country and being general asshats well Lucas was Becky wasn't in 1982 so the same year that Becky runs away with Lucas and ends up dead cuz Becky was killed in 1982 the um, Mrs. Rich went missing but he wasn't arrested till 83 gotcha. okay for it yep okay in 1982 Otis is also arrested According to an article in the Gainesville Sun, which this is why I was telling you, so Otis arrest is r- arrested in 82. They left in 82. He wasn't with them okay. going through these cross country tracks, right? Okay. According to an article in the Gainesville Sun, Tool barricaded 65 year old George Sonberg in a boarding house where he was living in Jacksonville and set the house on fire. <gasps> oh, yeah. horrible. Yeah. Sonberg died a week later of injuries that he sustained in the fire. So in April, Tool was arrested for an unrelated arson incident in Jacksonville. Why did
1: he do that to poor George?
0: Well, he conf- when he was arrested for this unrelated arson incident is mm-hmm. when he confessed to the crime of George. I see. And he did it for no other reason no other reason. than he gets off on murdering people in fire. That's where his boner is at. Oh, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So he was sentenced to 20 years in prison for this. He signed a confession letter stating that he and Sonberg had a sexual relationship and that after the two had an argument, Tool set Sonberg's home on fire. Basically, these two are deplorable together and apart. Yeah. And now we've got them where they're both incarcerated. And this is where shit gets real fucked up.
1: I've heard that a couple times. I know, it just now. keeps escalating. It just it's keeps an escalation
0: of fuckery. So <laughs> here it is. The two start confessing to all kinds of murders, murdering for cars, murdering for money, murdering for sex, and Jace just the basic fun of it, many of them without any real evidence and oftentimes conflicting evidence. They even said that they were part of a satanic cult that killed children for sacrifice and even hired were even hired as hitmen. Their stories and claims were wild, and many
1: reporters and book writers were gobbling it up. As were the police, who just
0: wanted to get cases solved.
1: Okay, I wanted to ask, were the police buying this because they seem to lie or exaggerate, so you really just don't know what's true? Uh So the police at this point were like, okay, yeah, we'll take it so we can close this case, or... Correct. Tool often confessed to the cannibalism
0: of his victims. No. And Lucas confirmed this... And said that he had a distaste for it. Like, Lucas didn't like that Tool liked to eat his victims. Now, just like how Lucas enjoyed necrophilia, which was also confirmed by Tool, Tool did not like that Lucas liked to engage in necrophilia. So, they both like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like how with all of our partners, it's right? Like We've got something we don't like about them, but we accept you're from my, them. You're
1: my man's butt. Yeah,
0: for them, it was necrophilia and cannibalism. Totes God. Totes norm. Yeah. The two had gruesome phone conversations while incarcerated that were all recorded. An article on Listserv had transcripts of the recordings, and so I'm just going to read you a small snippet. And one recording tool said, Remember that Mexican that wasn't going to let me out of the house? I took an axe and chopped him up. What? What made me? I've been meaning to ask you. That time when I cooked some of those people? Why'd I do that? Lucas replied, <gasps> I think it was just the hands doing it. I know a lot of the things we've done in human sight are impossible to believe. Lucas later told Tool, Addis, you and I have become something people look at as an animal. There's no way of changing what we've done, but we can stop it and not allow other people to become what we have.
1: I'm picturing, like a, like, a southern accent with that. Oh, like, I mean, it's can, got a can, certain Maybe next time
0: we oh can get that. Oh, my gosh.
1: Did you want me to, like, try that
0: um, over? I don't know that I can do it without being offensive to some okay. sort of population. Yep, that's okay. So, or I'm going to start sounding British, because that's what happens anytime I try to do an accent.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned for the <laughs> yeah. British accent. We will cover It'll some British cases. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. This is, like, their small talk. Like, hey, hey yes. babe. Yes. You remember that time? Hey, remember, oh, it gets it gets better too. Oh my god. I'm going excuse me, I'm gonna get my coat and, <laughs> and head out because I leaving can't them? take any <laughs> Anyway. Well okay. you're not
0: gonna like to hear this then. They would talk about eating people, filleting people. Tool even talked about making a special barbecue sauce that had one ingredient of blood. <gasps> I can't. I know. You know how we trade recipes? Can't. Yeah. If yours ever has blood in it, I'm going to question your culinary <laughs> talents.
1: I assure you that that will not happen.
0: I even read one report where he where he stated that he could tell the difference between a 14 year old girl's meat and a 14 year old boy's <gasps> meat because boys are leaner. And it's just like you know what, sir? Stop <sighs> sir, trying to be Gordon Ramsay you, here. Yeah, you, you are no chef. You, no, you do not have. That good of a palate, you're disgusting. Oh and honestly, yeah, honestly, the outrageousness of their conversations led police to doubt most of what they were
1: saying. Yeah, I, I was starting to wonder that too. It's just so bizarre. You wonder if there's truth. If there is, it's just horrifying. But right. there's so much. It's like, yes. did this really happen?
0: What I think we can confirm is that they did kill a lot of people. Uh-huh. That they did engage in necrophilia. Well, Lucas did. That was his mo. Mm-hmm. Otis preferred cannibalism to eat them Mm -hmm. confessions and charges are two different things there were claims that he was getting bribed with like steak dinners and an easier prison life and he got let out to go siphle through crime scenes and just no
1: wonder he was confessing to all of this.
0: buddying up there was there's a lot of sources that
1: said those sorts of things like give me a t-bone and i'll tell you Mm -hmm. how many people sure i I did
0: that yep because i'm already in here for 75 years which is longer than i'm gonna Mm -hmm. live anyway right then we get caught up in this situation where he's at this point he's just serving 75 years then he ends up convicted on death row for a jane doe case that was also known as orange socks because at the time the unknown woman was found wearing only orange or red socks her cause of death was strangulation and she was found in texas and found only hours after her death There was no DNA evidence linking Lucas, and it was later shown that he cashed a check in Florida, remember I said she died in Texas, the day after the murder of Jane Doe, because he was working on a roofing job, which was also confirmed by the employer, it would have been impossible for him to make it from the spot in Texas to Florida into work to cash his check. So they proved that
1: he didn't do it, but he was saying that he had. But
0: he was sentenced to death because of this. Now... The confession that he gave also included rape, but the autopsy report showed no signs of rape, but it did show that Jane Doe had syphilis, which Henry Lee Lucas did not, shockingly mm. enough. Yeah, very surprising. Yeah, he was also he also passed a lie detector test. So, the then governor George W. Bush, you never heard of him? <laughs>
1: I think I may have.
0: He took away the death sentence for the lack of evidence, and his sentence was changed to life in prison. Mm, now okay and i did want to include this for her sake the jane doe formerly known as orange socks was identified in 2019 through a dna match from her one remaining sister 40 years later her name was deborah jackson rest in peace deborah
1: yes rest in peace many of
0: the killings that these two confessed to end up having evidence that show they were nowhere near the murder scene. Investigators everywhere wanted DNA samples, and one report said that they ran out of pubic hair to pluck on Ew. Lucas to send out for follicle samples. I'm so sorry for the okay. image. I know. And I'm not really sure why they couldn't use the hair on his head. <laughs> Thank you. I was just thinking that, like, why <laughs> do we have to go I with the I feel like pubes? everyone is, was, but I read it and I couldn't unknow it. And I felt like if I suffer, Who else needs to suffer, too. Else, Yes, I'm doing this for you all, okay? <laughs> so you can suffer, too.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That will haunt me tonight <laughs> as I fall asleep. <laughs> I know.
0: The hair follicle evidence is highly controversial anyway, but Mm -hmm. there it is. Crime Magazine quoted Lucas saying, I do regret speaking up. They had me drugged up on Thorazine and freezing to death in my jail cell, and I didn't want to live anymore. I wanted to open up people's eyes to what was going on in law enforcement, how they didn't care if they got the right person or not. I don't think anybody, a human being, could kill 600 people anyway.
1: I mean, that's kind of insightful for him. I know. Honestly. I know. So I mean, it's like you got some points there. For sure.
0: And and for him, he's like, I got nothing to lose. I'm already in here the rest of my life. You took all my pubes. Right. <laughs> got Damn it, you to me like a chicken. <laughs> what is a guy left to do? <laughs> God so <laughs>
1: i'm sorry laughter is just the way i know that I'm coping it's with the only of way this. to
0: cope with necrophilia and cannibalism yes, absolutely not to mention all the horrible rape and torture that <sighs> they likely did yes you will probably be happy to know that lucas did die in prison i'm kind of happy about i know that. i know we all aren't sad anyway uh he died on march
1: 12th 2001 oh, oh. wow so he did live a long time yeah he was 64 oh, oh okay not yeah. that long <laughs> <laughs> i wish y'all so could have seen the that. way that she just squinted at my notes <laughs> like, like oh, my oh, oh
0: what does that say <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of people dying a heart failure by the way I, that's yeah 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 oddest tool was not going to be outdone and although during all the media attention that lucas was getting tool's name went hand in hand with him i mean mm-hmm. he was being mentioned all the time tool Too. Two, tool laid a doozy of a confession on police are you ready for it? Don't read ahead in my notes because
1: I will look away. This is about
0: to be a shock and awe factor for oh, you. Okay. While incarcerated, he confessed to the 1981 killing of six year old
1: Adam Walsh.
0: <gasps> Get that,
1: it out of here. I will not. It is my home. All right, you can stay. Okay. <laughs> Still <laughs> allow it. All right. You have seen, oh my gosh. I know. I know. But then that is like they're such too. liars, you don't even know. Exactly. So here it is. Yes.
0: I am talking about the famous John Walsh's son. John became famous by advocating for missing and exploited children and hosting America's Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. Adam Walsh was abducted from a mall in Hollywood, Florida, and his decapitated head was found in a body of water two weeks later. His body was never recovered. Still hurts my soul. I know. I just got chills. Mm -hmm. I hate everything about this. Tool claimed that he put the child's body in a refrigerator and burned it at his mother's home. Remember the one that she bought the whole family so they could all fit just before she passed? Well, according to an article on JackPsychoGeo.com, which is a cool article that talks about different locations that murders happened, there was a lot of burned up parts like refrigerators in his mother's backyard. So much so that the city started to issue citations for it. That is, until he burned the whole place down because of his hard-on for fire.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Ugh. Anyway... He was never officially charged with the murder of Adam Walsh. He just confessed to it, again uh, a couple of times. He was charged with five other murders, though, and he was sentenced to serve five consecutive life's life sentences. He did later recant about Adam Walsh, just like he did with everything yeah, else. There's so
1: much, so much confession and then right. taking it back. And- he
0: also was given lie detector tests that he passed, even and even for the the Adam Walsh case.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. He died on September 15th, 1996, of cirrhosis of the liver at the age of 49. So he did not live no, a, not lot of a life. long life. In 2008, the investigation of Adam Walsh was officially closed, with Otis Toole named as the murderer. Lucas had also made claims that Otis was responsible for the child's death, which, by the way, they both then ended up. Lucas Mm -hmm. also
1: recanted. So he might have done this, but there's.
0: He might have. And in 1981, when the child went missing, they were running around together. They were still together at that point. So that is something that Lucas could have been able to confirm. Because they were together. I hate them. Here's the thing. I just think they loved to fuck with people. They loved the attention. It will never be known how many victims they really had. It is known that they targeted hitchhikers, women, and anyone that they could rob and kill. Basically, anyone they met, they killed. That's what they claimed.
1: It sounds like it was just a really big murder frenzy with them, but... But it's hard to tell.
0: Like, how can we not have caught them sooner, or that there's not more evidence. Right. I do... I want to remind everyone that Tool had an IQ of 75, and just like with Lucas, the police wanted cases closed. He was easy to manipulate for sure, kind of like the series Making a Murderer. is what it reminded mm-hmm. me of when I was reading about him. In the book called The Ultimate Serial Killer Interview by James uh, Gilks, Tool said that Ted Bundy was actually accused of killing a woman that he had killed, saying... I got a female victim when she was hitchhiking in Colorado. I had me an old pickup truck. I picked her up, took her up to the Rocky Mountains, and killed her. She was naked when I killed her. A pretty one. It was the summertime in 1974. And what was funny is that police blamed the killing on Ted Bundy, but Ted didn't get that one. I got her, which Ew. just grosses me out. Yeah. He didn't get she, that, that one. One's I mine. got her. Yeah. Disgusting. <sighs> Fuck off, tool. You're a tool. He's a total tool. Mm hate that guy. Me too. When questioned if he had committed any other murders that the cops got wrong, Toole replied, quote, Yeah, I got me a Chinese girl out by Colorado Springs in 1974, cut her throat, and she had a friend, and I stabbed her up too. The cop got a guy named Estep for that case, but I did it. Cops don't always get the right person, end quote. Wowza. I know, my heart hurts. You know,
1: my my soul has left my body at <laughs> this point, know, right? Um, it's gone. At this moment, both of our souls are hanging
0: out outside. Like, are
1: they done yet? <laughs> yes. Can we come Can back? Can we come it's back? Cold. It's cold. Exactly. You know, I had a thought, though. You know, these guys were treated like crap their whole life mm-hmm. from family abused. Um, they you know, didn't value life, right? They and didn't have a life to value, right? So maybe in some sick sense. When the cops are giving him things to confess, it's like some decency, some treatment that was right. actually good. So he was like, "Okay, yeah, I did that one too." He feels
0: important, and mm-hmm. an article actually pointed that out. Like he finally felt purposeful in yeah. a life that had no purpose, like in a
1: really warped way. He it had is. some kind of like importance, yes, even though it was an for important murder.
0: job, even if it's <sighs> confessing. Because he's what does he have to lose? He's already there, right? I, d- I do think that there's more victims than what they were actually tried for, but I do not for a minute believe that they just went raping and pillaging through the country yeah. on, on an upward swing of 600 and some people.
1: I, as I, long as they, they did these things, it, I mean, maybe at the time it was different, but it would amaze me that they had that many and didn't get caught. Okay, right, right.
0: Lucas was ultimately convicted on 11 counts of murder tool on five but we do know that there are likely many more although like i said i don't think as many as they're trying to give themselves credit for so that's where we end that is the gross love story of Otis tool and henry lee lucas and may i never have to say their goddamn names again thank god it's Mm. over may they rest in
1: hell where they belong absolutely all right just let me hold on i need to take a drink not oh. R-I-P, R-I-H. Rust in hell. <laughs> Cleanse the palate. Clen- that was literally, that was a good gurgle. I, yeah, it really was. It was, it, was a hearty, it was a hearty gurgle. I'm so looking forward to this brain bath because I need it. It's a good one and it's got love in it. Oh, well, good. Okay. it has making out in it. I, you
0: don't have to love someone to make out with them, but, you don't, they but. Li- they're still friends, so it's fine. Here's our brain bath, everybody. Since it's Valentine's Day, I obviously needed to find something about... A physical connection of love. Only
1: appropriate. Mm-hmm.
0: So I found this segment on investigative discovery about this lovely couple that was in a bar at 1.15 on the morning. Oh, excuse me. one fifteen a.m. on the morning of April 11th, 2016.
1: Typically when love sparks oh. at 1.15 a.m.
0: Oh, yeah. And they were sloshed.
1: Okay. I, uh, of course. I it's didn't want to assume, but. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it, this happened in Billings, Montana. So they're Ooh. obviously feeling pretty good which isn't unusual. But what is unusual is that they started making out the report said they made out for forty five minutes. So kudos to their tongue the strength. Yeah, good.
1: Nice. So cool. Like
0: that gives me some cheek pain and some tongue. <laughs> it's a that powerful makeup sesh. Of course, but... when you're drunk, you're not feeling everything. Right? But I wouldn't know. I've never actually been so intoxicated. What,
1: what we've heard—that's what seen?
0: I, un- mom, dad. <laughs> it's not true. I have. I don't know. I've just my friends have told me about it. I stopped hanging out with them. So this couple is is making out and literally at the same time. The bar's being robbed. Oh. And it didn't stop the, the session? Not one second. Wow. Three people are robbing this bar. Two men and a woman. And the the whole robbery actually only took like about a minute and it was all caught on camera. Uh-huh. And there they are on <laughs> just camera just to sucking town. face. And this guy, these guys are robbing the place. The only time that they notice, the dude notices because his phone was on the bar mm-hmm. and the robber takes his phone. And so, of course, he notices that, which I
1: find so funny. Still making out, though? Absolutely. Okay. And he kind of, like,
0: looks over, and then he whispers. They stop making out, and he whispers, we're being robbed. So she, you can see her put her face, like, right into his neck, and she whispered, what should we do? And so he just does the only thing that he knows how, and just keeps making keep out with them. Making out, which really is a smart move that they didn't panic. And I'm sure the fact that they were inebriated helped them not panic. Yeah, but it didn't draw attention to them. They were safe; no one got
1: hurt. Now that you mention it, not a bad move. Not like a bad you're move. We're just gonna keep. I just want
0: you to know if we're ever out having waters with lemon, with Did lemon. You? Yeah, when we're fancy, if we're feeling like adding a little razzle dazzle, we'll put some lemon in there. <laughs> And someone comes in, starts robbing the place. I may grab you and make out. This might be my go-to strategy. If it strategy. saves our lives. Yes.
1: If it saves our lives. Listen, you could do a lot worse. I'm a pretty good kisser. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have done worse. I'm just saying. <laughs> in honor of Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. I'll be honest. <laughs> so the video goes viral. And later
0: people were like, what if they were in on it kind of started this whole like conspiracy thing like what if they were in on the cops were like no they are not part of they were never a suspect these people were were caught for a string of robberies this was they were the police were on so not related no no they were just drunk and having a good time and did not let robbery interrupt that you know what? Live your best life. Yeah. And he said he was actually interviewed. His name is Chad. He was interviewed and he's like, yeah, I hadn't seen her in a really long time. We just had a, a, a connection. We're still friends today. Like it was just, you know. I love this good love old story. Time. Yeah. So there it is. And now I have decided that they have given me a go-to in an emergency. You know what? A dangerous yes. emergency. A
1: life-saving strategy. Yeah. I kind of wish they would have gotten married, but I know. You know I'll settle. It's fine <laughs> um, that they're friends. But. This
0: isn't a fucking Disney movie, Amber. <laughs> Jesus.
1: I'll still take it. Right. It's a right. great story. Okay, you guys.
0: So we really hope that you continue to listen to us. You can follow us on Instagram at crime.curious. Facebook, we are Crime Curious Podcast. On the Twitter, we are at Curious Crime. The Twitter. The Twitter. And we have a website. We do have a website. And it's very exciting. If you go to www.crimecuriouspodcast.com, you will see the lovely Work that I have done, and I am not a web designer. So please keep your comments to how juvenile it is to it yourself. Is
1: amazing, she did a great job. I had no I'm, part in it. I'm not good. whatsoever. I'm not. I'm not good. You'll see us. You can. Yes, there
0: is a, a picture of I'm us the up there. The tiny
1: one. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: I'm not. I'm not the tiny one.
1: <laughs> you are tiny. I'm just the one built like a twelve year old. It's
0: okay. She is actually has the body of a woman. I'm jealous. So. So you can go right to our website and you can listen from there. But I put in a handy little tool at the bottom. If you subscribe your email for free, you will get... And notification whenever we have a new episode launched. So you won't have to wait for wherever, say, you listen on Spotify or Pandora or something like that. You won't have to wait for them to load our episode because sometimes they can be, like, 24 hours behind. Mm-hmm. You will get the episode delivered right to your email. I promise you this is this just comes from me. It is not a spamming thing. You are not going to get junk mail because of it. And it's, it's only when I... Post it to our subscribers, our new episodes, or if we have some really exciting news, like I don't know, someday I'd love to do a live show or yeah. something fun like that. So what that's called as VIP status,
1: right? Yes, yes it is. That's
0: so what it is. Subscribe to using your email on our website, crimecuriouspodcast.com, and be in the now. So until then, we hope you keep it curious. Hope you keep listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Happy Valentine's oh, Day! Happy yeah, Valentine's before we go, Day, Happy go Day. Go get it on. Do what you do. I am gonna go snuggle my dogs.
1: <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.